Welcome to Equipus Church Dunedin. We hope you enjoy this message from Tammy Sargent. For more information, check out equipuschurch.com. Hello, everybody. Um, it's great to see you. You can take a seat. Thank you, team. Well, kia ora koutou. Uh, my name is Tammy, for those of you who um, I haven't met before. Um, I am married to Jason, the executive pastor down here. Um, the hot guy, as I like to refer to him as. Um, we, we actually met um, at uh, work, Dunedin City Council, so our office romance. It's a, it's a wonderful place to meet people. Um, the best place probably, um, not in my life experience, but um, from my friends around me, is in church. So if you're single, come to church, find, find a partner. All right, sorry, that was not on my notes. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, so I'm Tammy, married to Jason. We've got two great kids, uh, Sophie, who uh, just turned nine. We've had a uh, a week of birthday celebrations for her, and Jed, who is six. Um, I work at the Otago Regional Council. That's my day job um, at the Regional Council, working in environmental compliance, making sure that our beautiful world um, is protected. Um, so uh, thank you for playing, paying your Regional Council rates. Um, that goes to me, so I am grateful for that. Uh, so thank you very much. Um, I'm also, um, as I say, a mum, a wife, and, and a friend to many. And uh, uh, Jason and I, we've been at this church for about seven years. Um, it is our church home. We, um, we just love the people here, and we have been really uh, encouraged by, by many of the people here in our walk with God. And um, I can encourage you, if you're not connected to a church, this is a great church to connect in with and to do life together and to walk this uh, life together. So... That's my intro. Um, we have been doing the Risk series, which has been really exciting. It's been really cool to kind of uh, be encouraged again to step out in faith, to take those risks in our daily walks, um, to step out and, and being obedient to what you feel God is prompting you to do, you know, uh, inviting a friend to church, sharing your faith with them, praying uh, for someone, whatever it is that God is leading you, taking those risks of faith and uh, Tonight, I wanted to, to uh, talk about risks, but I wanted to talk about the reward from the risk. What's the reward that, the true reward from these risks of faith, these action steps that we are taking? And what I wanted to show you, but I, I took some wisdom, um, is I wanted to show you some YouTube fail clips. Like, we all know them, right? And I know you're laughing because I, they wouldn't be appropriate on the screen of a church sometimes um, in terms of some of the fails that we see happen. But, you know, you see the person swinging out on the rope and it breaks and they fall into the water or you see, you know, someone trying to jump over like a fence or a pole or something and just not getting high enough and falling on their face. And um, they're funny. <laughs> and um, sometimes, though... Sometimes, bringing it back in, sometimes when we do take faith steps, faith actions, when we take these risks, sometimes we feel that we fall flat on our face. We, sometimes we feel like it didn't, that didn't work out how I expected it to work out. Um, that's not the reward I thought I would get from, from that risk step. And so that's what I really want to speak into tonight, is what is the true reward from these risk steps that we're taking in life, and um, I pray tonight that that I could broaden your thinking about what reward looks like 
in God, what success looks like, what, what a good outcome is, um, and that you would be encouraged to continue to take steps of faith and these risk steps in your world. So God's ways are not our ways. Who knows that? God's thinking is not our thinking. You know, we we deal in humanity and we deal in like, um, you know, what we expect or what we think is a good idea. But but often God's ways are not our ways or our, and, our, and his thoughts are not our thoughts. In Isaiah 55, 58, verses 8 to 9, this is the Lord speaking and he, and he says, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. And uh, so I'm going to speak through a few truths um, from the Bible, from some stories in the Bible um, of people from my own personal journey uh, in terms of um, what is the true reward from our risks. So um, the first truth I want to share is, um, and you may know this already, but God's time frame is different to ours. Sometimes when you take that risk and uh, that step of faith, sometimes you'll see the breakthrough right then and there. Like as we have prayed here tonight, I, I believe there's people who you got your miracle now. You got your miracle in the moment that two or three gathered and we prayed and we declared and you got your miracle. I've seen people healed. I've seen people uh, have financial breakthroughs. You know, they, they took a risk, they take a step of faith and they give it an offering and then the next week they've got a new job. You know, sometimes the reward comes instantly. Sometimes it takes a bit longer. Sometimes there's a gap between the promise of God, the action step that you do, and the outworking of the promise in your life. Sometimes there's a season, right? Even in the natural, we see that. There's a season between the planting of a seed and its growth and then the harvest of it. And in the Bible, um, there's a guy, Abraham, right at the start, and he received a promise from God. In Genesis 22:17, this was the promise that he got. He, I will make you into a great nation, and I will bless you. I will make your name great. I will surely bless you and make your descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky and as the sand on the seashore. So he gets a promise that there's, there's going to be so many descendants, so many, right? And at that point in time, he doesn't even have a child. Do you know, it took 24 years from the promise to when Isaac, the promised child, was born. 24 years. Noah, in the Bible, he hears from God, and he gets this download from God in terms of to to build this boat. I mean, he wouldn't have known what it was when he was given the download from God. And he, and he takes these risk steps. He goes, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to um, build this boat, build this ark. I'm going to be obedient to what God has spoken to me. And it's about somewhere, they don't know, but it's a long time, between 55 and 75 years before the flood comes and the boat is needed. Joseph. Another guy from the, from the Old Testament, he, he gets a dream from God. He gets a dream from God, and it's 13 years until he sees it realized. And there's a, little, a bit of a journey on the way, which I'll talk to you about um, in a few moments. 
Jeremiah 29, 11. If you don't know this verse, this is a verse for you. This is a verse for everyone in this room. And it's God speaking. And he says, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. It's a great verse. Claim it. It's yours. God has great plans for you, great hope for you, great promises for you. Interestingly, the verse before that, verse 10, says this. When 70 years are completed for Babylon, I will come to you and fulfill my good promise to bring you back to this place. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. There's 70 years. 70 years. You know, we can have hope that the promise will be fulfilled. You will see the fruit of your obedience. It might just take some time. You know, let's not have a vending machine faith of instant reward, but let's have a faith centered in the trust in God's timing that at the proper time we'll get the reward. You know, you know, there's some things that we, we will see reward instantly. There's some things that will take some time, and there's some things, some reward that we will not see until heaven. God's time frame is eternity. You know, that, that encouraging word that you give to someone that gift of generosity, that act of kindness that you do, that prayer you pray, sometimes you will, you will not see the fruit of that risk until you're in heaven. Those PJs that we've got out there in a big box, you know, we may, none, we may not personally see the outworking of that in those people's lives that receive that. We may not see it, but maybe we will in heaven. You know, the faith chapter in the Bible, Hebrews 11, it's, it's full of um, hero, many heroes of the faith. Some that I've already mentioned to so Abraham and Sarah and Noah and Joseph. And verse 13 of Hebrews 11 says, these, says this. All these people were still living by faith when they died. Let's be like those people. Let's be living by faith when we die. Then it goes on and it says, but they did not receive the things promised. They only saw them and welcomed them from a distance. They welcomed them from a distance. Abraham didn't see that great nation in his lifetime. He didn't see as many descendants as, as sand on the seashore or stars in the sky. He sees it in heaven now. David didn't see the temple of God built in his lifetime. He gave generously out of his personal wealth so that the temple would be built, but he never saw it in his lifetime. He didn't see the prophetic words that he spoke come to fruition in his lifetime. And yet he, as with many of the heroes of faith, the great cloud of witnesses, they're up in heaven right now seeing the outwork of their risk steps, their faith from heaven. And I guess I'm inspired, and I hope I can inspire you, to live a life of risk and faith, to believe for greater things that I can ever see in my lifetime. That my need and my desire to see fulfillment in my, in my life can be, can be put aside and I can believe for something that I just cannot see in my lifetime. That I'll be up in heaven seeing 
seeing the fruit, the fulfillment of all the, of all the faith steps, of all the actions, of all the prayer, of all the giving, of all, the, all of the risks that I've taken up from heaven, I see. I see it. Yes, I believe, 100% believe that I will see things here on earth, but I am, but I am waiting for the greater reward of seeing the, what I can see in heaven fully fulfilled. The second thought I have is God is working things out for our good. He's working things out for our good, and uh, his ways are higher than ours. And sometimes when we, when, when we take a risk and we fall over and we go, oh, that was a big bomb out, you know, God, God can use that for good. God can use all things for good. And um, I want to put a photo up on the, on the screen here, and this is an x-ray of um, my son, Jed. Um, so he took a risk at T2 camp. He took a risk. He went down a water slide and fell over, and he broke his collarbone. So the bottom one here is his broken collarbone, and you can see it's quite separated. If you're going to do something, do it well. Um, so he broke it, and then, um, and then about five weeks later, we get it x-rayed again. And you can't see that the bones are fully together yet. Um, it's still in the healing process, but you can see they're coming closer together. And you might be able to see there's a little ball that's connecting the broken pieces of bone. And that's the bone um, forming, surrounding the broken part, bringing healing to the broken part. And what will actually happen, as we understand it, um, is that his left collarbone will now be stronger than his right collarbone. He is stronger for having taken the risk, fallen over, gone through a healing process. He is stronger for it. He is all the better for it. And uh, prophetically, I just want to declare that. You know, some people here, you, you, you feel like you're broken. You feel like you've got a broken within you. And I declare that if you will allow God to, to surround you with his healing power, you will be stronger for it. You will be stronger for it. Amen? Joseph, as I, as I talked about before, he had, he had this dream from God, and he risks, he makes a big risk. He shares his faith, his dream, with his brothers. And then what happens, the reward at the time, is that they sell him into slavery. <laughs> uh, they get jealous, all of this sort of thing. So, um, so he's just being faithful, wanting to share, you know, what God's speaking to him. Um, and then they sell him into slavery. Then he's risking it and he's honoring God and in, uh, in, um, being faithful. And he, and, he, and he chooses not to sleep with the woman that wants to sleep with him, who's actually another person's wife. You know, that's a good, honorable thing, you know, taking a risk to be honorable, and, and the reward he gets at that time is he's sent to prison because he's falsely accused. So for us, we would go, oh, gosh, like that's not the reward I was expecting. That's not the reward I was expecting. But actually, God has got a bigger picture. God is working things out for good. And he actually positions Joseph in a place that will enable him to save his family and the future nation of Israelites. In Genesis 50, 20, this is Joseph at the end of his life talking to his brothers, and he's saying, you intended to harm me, but God intended it for good to accomplish what is now being done, the saving of many lives. 
God will turn it around for good. Proverbs 19.21 in the message says, We humans keep brainstorming options and plans, but God's purpose prevails. God's purpose prevails. So we can trust that even if it doesn't make sense to us, God's purpose and plan prevails. He's writing a bigger story. He sees from, from a perspective that we sometimes can't see. What we think is a fail, he's got it under control. And he'll turn it around for good if we allow him to and bring him into it. The third thought uh, when we're talking about risk and reward is that God's interest is in our discipleship and our development. God is more interested in our development and our discipleship and our character than our comfort and our instant reward. When the risk or the faith step has been made and we're waiting in the middle, God is developing us and he is discipling us in it and through it. If we allow him to teach us, to grow us, to develop us. Um, I work for the regional council and uh, there's this thing going around globally. It's called the Great Resignation. <laughs> and what that means is there's a lot of movement, lots of recruitment that I need to do. And um, so... In job interviews, I've done a number of job interviews, and you want to pick the right person, right? It's, it's very important that you pick the right person. And my, one of my favorite questions, because it tells me a lot about the person in a job interview, is this. <laughs> Just think you're in the job interview, and you'll be like, that's such a horrible question. But this is the question. Tell me about a time when you made a bad decision or a mistake. What happened, and what were the consequences? What did you do about it? Such a mean question, right? Because everyone wants to be like, I'm so perfect, put my, you know. But um, actually, this question tells me a lot about the person and about their character. It tells me, what, what, it tells me that they're, they're humble enough to admit that they, they don't always get everything right, because none of us do, right? We've, we've always done um, some silly things. So, um, so first, it's, it's the humility and the acknowledgement that they got something wrong. I'm also looking for, you know, how did they resolve the issue, um, but most importantly, what I'm looking for is what did they learn from it? What did they change? What behavior did they change? What process did they put in? You know, what, what did they do to ensure that that situation didn't happen again? God is teaching us in life. He's discipling us in life. He's developing us. And the greatest reward is, is the development of our character. Romans 5, 3 to 4 says, Not only so... But we, are also glory, we also glory in our sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance, perseverance, character, and character, hope. You know, um, some of you may know my story. Um, many of you may not. Um, so jo Jace and I, we, we have a daughter called Sophie. Um, so she was, she was born with a significant heart defect, which has... Um, uh, many surgeries, um, prognosis, we didn't know if she would live, all, all of that sort of things, uh, time in her recovery, like caring for her and her, um, her way. She's totally fine now. She's nine years old. She, you wouldn't know a difference, right? So, okay, that's all right, guys. Um, but, but why I wanted to use that, um, that, that part of my life is because you know, Jason and I, we, we believe in the power of healing. We, we, many of you in this room, we believe in the power of healing. 
that um, by Jesus' blood that we can all be healed, right? So we prayed and we declared, you know, I was, I was pregnant and I declared some things. And, you know, God spoke to me some promises about Sophie and her life. And, and anyway, so, um, but through it all, he's developed my character and my, my resilience and my patience and, and who I am because of the journey we have walked with her. God's more interested in our, in our development and our, in our discipleship. Number four, the ultimate reward through it all, the ultimate reward of all of our risk steps is a deeper relationship with God. God is interested in relationship with us. Sometimes in the pain and the fail and the unrealized dream, if we will allow it, we'll find God in the middle of it. He'll be walking with us. He'll be strengthening us. Through, through uh, uh, the time with Sophie, my relationship with God has been strengthened. If God had healed Sophie in the time frame and in the way that I expected him to do it, I would not know the kindness of God that I know. I would not know what it is to walk through the valley of the shadow of death and fear no evil. I wouldn't have had this experience of God carrying me, comforting me. That through the pain, through the suffering, that he's walked with me. That in my deepest disappointments, hardships, hardest times, he's been with me. I'll just get the, um, the worship team to pop up. You know, God is a good God. And he's given you dreams and he's given you promises and he's given you plans. And you will see them outworked. And, and I guess my encouragement um, across all of this is that I think the greatest reward in the risk steps that we take is, yes, we see, it, we see a healing, we see breakthrough, we see, we see favor and blessing and God's glory revealed, and we get to walk with him. We get to have relationship with him. And so perhaps the greatest risk that we can take in all of this is the enduring risk of faith to keep persevering, to keep trusting, to keep walking, to keep obeying, to keep praising. You know, we may not be able to understand or comprehend God's timing but we can trust that He is faithful. We can trust that He works all things for good. That through it, He's discipling us. He's developing us. And that the greatest reward of it all is to journey with Jesus in the process. That each risk step of faith that we take is a risk, is a step closer to our Maker, to our Creator, to knowing His character, to knowing His kindness, to knowing, to knowing who He is. You know, at Equippers, we're all about equipping people for life in Christ Jesus. 
we're here to walk with you, to, to journey with you. Um, and, and part of that is we want to we wanna celebrate with you in, in the wins, in those instant wins that I've talked about or in the wins that you see in your lifetime. Let us know about those. We want to celebrate with you in those. And uh, I know there's a number of people in this room who, who you've seen God's faithfulness revealed. You've seen His goodness. You've seen breakthroughs. You've seen miracles. And, and I celebrate with you. We celebrate with you. But um, if you'll just stand, I want to really pray for the people who are walking on the way to the miracle. You know, you're taking risk steps. You're believing in God. You're being obedient to His Word. You're being obedient to the leading of Him saying, step out of the boat, do this. Share your faith with your friend, whatever it is. And I want to pray with you and stand with you in the waiting. God, I thank you for, for every person here, Lord God. I thank you for all the plans that you have for them, the promises, the truth that you have for them, Lord God. And Lord, I thank you for every faithful step that they have taken, God. And Lord, I pray for those who are in the waiting period, God, between, between the promise, they've, they've stepped out in faith and they're, and they're waiting for the miracle, God. And Lord, I just declare, Lord God, miracles. Lord, and I declare in the waiting, Lord God, Lord, that the relationship with you would become stronger, Lord God. Lord, that they would know that you are walking with them, God. You go before them and behind them and beside them, God. Thank you, Lord. I thank you for all the miracles represented in this room, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus, Lord God. I thank you that we can truly hope in you, God, that we can, we can, we can uh, see dreams realized in you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for listening to this message recorded live at Equipus Church, Dunedin. We pray that it blessed you. For more information, please check out equipuschurch.com.